Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nielsen Hutton podcast and uh, a big shout out to all my listeners and sponsors out there and uh, particularly everyone on Spotify, Radio Public and uh, the other platforms we're on. Uh, as we know in our recent uh, series, we've been profiling startups, influencers and largely people of, uh, of interest in the media and I'm uh, very fortunate with me to, uh, to have with me tonight, virtually of course, uh, Jess Merkowitz. Uh, say hi, Jess. Hi. So okay. So before we go any further, are you are you always that high energy? I mean, it is seven pm. Yes, I'm always having energy. Um, always very friendly. Love to talk. Um, I actually do part-time broadcasting, so I'm very familiar with this. And oh, excellent, excellent. And, and Jeff, how did you get into? And, and before we go into the details of it, how did you get into what you're doing right now? Um, influencing specifically, I mean, it is quite a journey. I wouldn't say it's something that happens overnight. Although, like, often in the States, you'll see influencers where they make it within a year or two years. By made it, I will say, potentially becoming verified on Instagram as a well-known model or influencer or blogger. Um, but basically, I mean, there's a few small steps that you have to keep in consideration when you're wanting to become an influencer. My biggest word of advice is probably fake it till you make it in the sense where there's no better time to start than today. So if you want to start, it starts now. And in starting, what you have to start doing is interacting with your audience starting to um, really try and improve the quality of your content. I think that's really important is that people think they can just maybe snap any pic, but you want it to be kind of relatable. Um, if you're trying to market an item, then you want the, the item to be the main subject of the photo and nothing to distort what it looks like or anything like that. Um, as well as consistency, I'd say that really is a huge factor when it comes to influencing. I mean, if you you go quiet for quite a while, I think you will see a decrease in growth rather sure. than an increase. And, uh, and all, all that uh, journey, how did you define what it was that was your personal brand? Like, how did you know that you'd want to do fitness or fashion and, and, and gaming? And, uh, um, and what were those first few posts like? I'm sure they were quite embarrassing. Uh-huh. Um, that's actually true though. Like I scroll back to the beginning of my Instagram and to be honest, like I kind of refuse to delete the posts or anything because that is my journey. Um, and I am proud of it. And I think it also stands as an example to a lot of other influencers that you start there, but you can end up here. Um, and I think the whole way where I kind of figured out what my niche was and where that lies is, I think that just came to me from a young age, you know, like I remember once in school i think it was even like grade five our teacher was asking us what we want to be when we grow up and the first thing that just came out of my mouth was a bikini model and like the whole class laughed at me and like then i really know okay like i really do have an interest in swimwear one day potentially i'd love to have my own brand so that is definitely something that i'd love to try and incorporate in my influencing then that branched into fashion i feel the more work i did and the more let's say endorsements i received it kind of motivated me and like just set off sparks in my head to go crazy and style and put things together and almost just create a whole character with my personal brand with what I wear with the type of um, brands I work with and the products that I market and all so of listen, that. In, in your opinion and I, and I hate to put you on the, on the plot here but what is the formula for great content? 
The formula for great, okay, well, you see, I mean, content's forever changing. Like, for example, I feel that good content, what was, let's say, good content five years ago is, let's say, terrible content today. So it's it's constantly changing. But I mean, I would really just, like, one thing to make sure of is that whatever camera you're using, please, can it be a high-quality camera? Um, otherwise, that already, I feel, sets you back because, you know, your posts have to look aesthetically pleasing for it to stand out to someone. And like I said previously, it cannot just be like a picture of absolutely anything. So I think also just looking out for aesthetics, like also just branching into photography a bit and styling and trying to create your own concepts, your own moods through your photos. Excellent. And, and just how, how long have you been doing this now? At, at what you would say, Probably, probably a, a professional level. Um, at a professional level, I'd probably say for about two years because I did one year where I basically did free work, whether it was shoots or um, marketing. Like they maybe send me one tiny little thing in a trade collab, and then in exchange, I'd do like a ton of posts for them and all of that. Um, and how has social media, yeah. in your opinion, changed from when you started it two years ago to to now? Um, wow. Okay. Well, I definitely think um, influencing has definitely become something that is very popular and almost, I can say, a bit oversaturated in the sense where I feel people are really starting to realize that it's actually not too hard to start it. So why not? So they all basically a lot of people are trying to jump on the bag wagon and then you get two different influences where this kind of helps because you get micro influence and a macro influencer and I'd say micro is about either 10,000 followers less or 5,000 followers yes and then macro would be over that um, and that also like you'll find some brands are honestly more interested in micro influences than they are macro therefore giving people more opportunity to work with them or promote their products then again I also feel that like even not even in the past two years over the past like few years social media influencing and marketing has become huge for example i feel that brands these days from a business perspective would rather send let's say a model or content creator an item for let's say they i don't know paid 700 rand for it send it to you instead of going to go pay for marketing on the streets or marketing on a billboard or marketing wherever else and i think that they actually find that this influencer marketing, when it becomes more personal on a level where this person is sharing it with their followers, I think it's more of um, more towards pushing the the person seeing this to consume the product or get it or buy it or take and Jess, part. Yes, I mean, you know, considering that you know you're, you're so involved in social media and of course you're dealing with brands and and fitness is a big part of your life. Take me through a day. What's what's one day for you? Or what's it like? What time does it start? What what's the routine? Okay, so I actually usually start my day at half past eight in the morning. I'll start working, so I'll be at my desk. But in saying this, influencing is not the only thing that I do. It's one of my careers, and I would love it to be a full-time career if it does pick up to that. But um, on the other hand, I am actually a digital marketer, and I currently work for my father's company. Um, so from nine, I am start. For sorry, from eight thirty, I am starting 
at my desk and then depending on the day I mean I split I split up between creating content for my personal brand plus getting my tasks and duties done for the company I work for and then plus like I mentioned in the beginning of this um in the beginning of this chat that I am a part-time live stream broadcaster so that too I have to make time for so my day is basically non-stop the biggest break I get is probably when I do my workouts which is usually around lunchtime otherwise it's like a quick snack here and then carry on carrying so on Jess, I don't work. know where you find the time but uh, I think the only way I can figure it out is you do have a twin sister right so that could explain how you can do it so in terms of yes. the social media, and again, congratulations for, I think, such a fresh attitude. You know, I, I'm also involved in the corporate side. And, you know, when we look at the influencer space, you know, the question that, that we always ask is, is authenticity uh, on, on that side of things. And like you rightly pointed out, it's probably the most important thing, uh, whether um, your following is large or not. You have to kind of be true to yourself uh, to be able to sell, to sell on a brand. Exactly. Um, so obviously there's a flip side. To, to, you know, to a growing popularity, and especially for a, for a young uh, lady such as yourself. Have you experienced uh, a degree of cyberbullying? Um, yes, I'd 100% say I've, I've experienced cyberbullying, but in fact, ever since my influencing, let's say, picked up, especially on my socials, I feel that I have seen a lot less social bullying towards me. Um, I'm not sure if it's maybe because people are now keeping their mouths shut because they once bullied me and then now look at like look at me now for example like i'm not sure why it went so quiet or maybe it's because always on my page i'm always encouraging positive energies and positive thoughts and support from each other usually i mean if there is one odd comment that is nasty i just get an instant block like it doesn't go through my mind although in saying this when my sister and i were younger and, and we first started to um book our first photo shoots, try to collaborate with our first brands. In the beginning, I would say we received a lot of cyberbullying and hate for doing so. But as soon as it picked up and we kind of proved people wrong, everyone went quiet. Um, but yeah, it is something that we faced. And I think that at the time, how we really got through it is we just had to remind ourselves where our true values are, where we want to be and why we are doing this and not to let any other random person's opinion interfere with and, that. And, and so, I mean, on that, I mean, evidently, from what I've, I've seen and, and witnessed as well, it, it's mostly young girls on, on the receiving end of this kind of stuff, right? Yes, no, definitely. I think it's also a lot, just people in general who tend to put themselves out there, um, who aren't really scared of pushing past the boundaries or who just like, for example, would upload a video of them talking and regardless of what they look like or anything like that, I feel like that's often when people are getting cyberbullied, which is actually quite sad because it's them being themselves and trying to be confident within themselves um but i've always encouraged the people around me to not even let it get to you because at the end of the day no matter what you do enough there's going to be someone who doesn't like you or who doesn't think it's right or whatever they want to think but you have to know where you stand and not let anyone so confuse you, you with that to look a certain way uh, for social media um, to an extent, I mean, there is a somewhat a pressure, for example, when I'm taking content, like there has been times where I've actually put aside time to 
develop my content for a brand and then I felt that that content was useless and nothing up to my standard and I think that's the biggest pressure I potentially feel also these days I mean most influencers are either photoshopped or lip fillers you know face fillers injections whatever so I think it's also I mean not specifically but for me but for any upcoming influencers or even already existing influencers I think they sometimes do get tied down to that and think oh this is what I need to look like to be on that level or this is what I need to do or need to build I need to go spend 5,000 rand on lip fillers so I can be like that you know and I think it's almost like kind of digging a hole that you'll never get to the bottom of like it's always chasing something that you'll never and, get and yes, these are things you're, you're, you're very passionate about you know apart from just the, the business side of things but you do seem like you have strong needs about it what's what's your vision for your uh, for your personal brand and where do you see your career going Um, wow. So to be very honest, like if we're talking about just a social media influencing career, I mean, like I said previously, I would love for that to be full time, but obviously it will have to pick up to that point. Um, my sister and I do plan on doing some traveling next year. And I honestly think once some traveling is involved, it can honestly help us pick up. Like my goal would be to be paid to travel the world to model and influencers and attend events for big brands and post about them and create content for them i mean that would be the ultimate goal um especially i mean one day just even as a model as a freelance model i would love to walk a runway but like unfortunately like with how things are at the moment if you're usually like under 175 centimeters, you're not going close to the runway. So like hopefully things will change and in that direction, my career will pick up. Then again, um, I still do keep the digital marketing side close to me and I could also see that as a career path. Eventually maybe where um, I'm up, um, creating my own company, my own like uh, digital marketing agency, or anything along those lines or whether I'm working privately for a really good company that needs my help. Um, as long as I'm reaching one of these goals, I'm oh, more that, than that happy. Is, that is, that is, so to the future digital marketer, I, I pose a question, which is, which is the, the best platform for brands to be on right now? Wow, okay, that is an extremely tricky question. Um, it's actually interesting because in one of the recent courses that I did by Google, they kind of spoke about this. And it's tricky in the sense where different platforms are almost used by different audiences. So it's all about who you're targeting. For example, if you're a clothing brand, you most probably want to be um, on Instagram and potentially on Facebook and potentially on Pinterest. Um, but for example, if you're like, let's say more of a corporate company that's offering services for something, you may feel Facebook and for example, LinkedIn may be the best suited platforms to push your mar marketing or to be okay, on. Okay, great. And, and in terms of, uh, of you know, uh, someone looking to embark on a, on a career like this, so the other young girls out there who probably are looking at you and saying, oh, how do I get there? And the mountain seems insurmountable, you know, obviously starting from zero can be quite intimidating. What kind of advice would you, uh, would you give them? I would literally tell them, if you want it, go and get it. Start today. 
start now. Tomorrow, try to take some really awesome content. Take 50 minutes, even less, 20 minutes of your time to message 100 brands and ask them if they want to work with you and start somewhere. I think it all comes with believing in yourself. Um, if I didn't believe in myself, I don't know if I'd ever be where I am today. You really just have to have that passion and one for yourself to be in a certain position in order to make it. It can't be, oh, I take a lot of Instagram photos, I might as well start. You have to know what you want and then work on how you're going to accomplish that. And in saying that, don't worry too much about people's opinions or what they think. Don't stare at a post for hours and think, should I post this, shouldn't it? Post it. Do it. Do you. At the end of the day, that is exactly why brands want to work with you and that is exactly why people are following you because they and want that, to see you. That's really important. a very nice and positive message to, uh, to younger listeners. And, and, and just on a final note, how do, how do brands and companies who want to work with you get a hold of you? So usually... Um, most of my collaborations have actually happened through direct message on Instagram. But I do, however, get a few that come through to my email address that I've got for my influencing. Um, but most of it's on Instagram. And honestly, I'd say even 80% of the time, it's me reaching out to the brand first rather than them reaching out to Excellent. me. Excellent. And uh, Jeff, again, thanks so much for your time and uh, congratulations on a uh, very burgeoning and uh, an exciting career on a number of fronts, um, from what I can hear. And uh, any parting words before before we sign off? Um, of course, I'd just like to basically say once again, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this. I really do hope that I can influence it and like, help motivate people in reaching their goals and especially towards the influencing direction. If you want to go get it. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you enjoyed this and want to like basically see more informational tips from me, feel more than free to follow me on Instagram because I do often share um, a lot of my routines or tips and tricks on there and speak about similar topics like this, usually through Q&A. So my Instagram tag is Jessie Smirk, J-E-S-S-I-S-M-E-R-K. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. That was Jessie Smirk. And of course, uh, you can find her on the social media platform that you mentioned. And of course, a very exciting young voice and uh, influencer in the space. Thanks very much for joining us. Of course. Thank you so much. I really did enjoy this conversation. Thank you.